Hello, my name is Melissa and I'm 36 years old this year. First and foremost, I would like to wish all the women around a very happy International Women's Day. And also, I would like to take this opportunity to thank Plie Malaysia for inviting me as a speaker in the Women Rise edition. So my topic for today is surviving the invisible abuse, which is gaslighting. So what is gaslighting? Gaslighting is a form of uh, mental and emotional abuse, usually in a abusive and toxic relationship, which sometimes leads you to question your sanity of uh, the things that you are doing with this person. And usually the abusers, they have one common personality trait, which is narcissistic behavior. So narcissists are actually very wounded people emotionally. They probably um, suffered a childhood trauma and then uh, feeling unappreciated and worthless in some point in their life. Uh, but whereby when they grow old, they are constant seekers for validation and admiration by others. So when met with people like like us like me i would say that i'm more of an empath so an empath means people who are highly sensitive and people who are constantly empathetic towards others so there is that feeling and a need that you would want to help out this person you would like to change him or her and you think that you are the healers of society because that's nature naturally what we're good at but somehow unfortunately we end up being victims in this uh, abusive relationship quite so often so i'm going to tell you one of my deepest and darkest story and how i got out of this super toxic relationship which happened four years ago so i met this guy and at that point we started off on a very good note we ended up talking a lot and i was very impressed by his general knowledge and his command in language and i thought that hey you know we sort of like you know we're heading somewhere and that's how we got ourselves into a relationship however by the 14th day into the relationship I've already started noticing red flags. So what happened was we went out for drinks with a couple of my friends and my friends we did, were the opposite gender. They were male friends. So um, it started off really well. The two of them started conversing and um, Probably after 10 minutes into the conversation, my then boyfriend, he got really agitated and started to get very defensive about the topic they were talking about. And then he got up and he sort of left. And at that moment in time, I didn't realize that he left. I thought he went to ease himself in the washroom. And it, it was about 10 minutes or so that I started to realize, hey, this is taking quite a bit too long so I went to the washroom to check on him and I found out he was not inside so I went outside to the parking lot where the car was parked and I found the car missing it was not there 
and when I got back inside, I got a phone call from him in a very commanding voice telling me, you have one minute to get out of the building right now or else I'm going to leave you there alone. That got me really scared. I started apologizing to my friend and I told him that I'm so sorry, but I'm so sorry it had to you know, end like this for you to see all this, but I really gotta go. I, I don't know what's up with my boyfriend and um, I don't know if he's unwell or what happened in between because for me, the conversation was going on pretty well. So I didn't see anything wrong with it. So I left my friend there and I went to my boyfriend's car. So what happened when I got into the car? I received a whole load of lecturing and it was not a very pleasant one, I would say. Um, he would say things to me that like, okay, your male friend is obviously very into you. It's very obvious that he likes you and it's very obvious that he wants to be with you in all the nasty kind of ways. It, it, I, I was just so surprised that this actually came out from his mouth because it was just two weeks into the relationship and I was getting all this so I was taken pretty much aback and being the feisty woman that I am I gave him a piece of my mind I was like look you are you are acting very um, it's just too much for me to handle right now you should go home and sleep on it think about it think about what you said calm down only then you come and talk to me so I was being very firm with this and then I went home and I was just I was just so confused about the whole thing and I was feeling so bad for my friend because he had to witness all that but we got it all settled the next day he started apologizing to me and he just told me that I don't like your friends so throughout the one-year relationship okay i tried to put up with him because i didn't want to fail i didn't want to be perceived by other people as a failure because i've been in failed relationships before and i told myself that you know what this time i'm gonna make it work so whatever it is we'll get through this together because i just didn't want people to judge me but i was so wrong at that time i was so wrong when i I come to realization after I got out of the relationship so fast forward a lot of arguments tend to happen he sort of disliked me going out with any of my friends whether they are female or male so there was this one time I remember I wanted to go to my girlfriend's birthday party because she was a very good friend of mine and she was constantly advising me um, like saying, Mel, you know what? I think you deserve so much better. Mm, this guy doesn't seem right for you. You know how friends can actually see through you and they can actually see if your partner is okay for you or if they're not? And I had at that point so many friends telling me that, especially my closest friends. They were telling me all sort of things. So I started making excuses for him. I'm like, oh no, he's not like that. He's a very quiet person. He's a man of very few words and all that. So I went to my girlfriend's birthday party and I got dolled up because girls just want to be girls, right? 
And then halfway through the party, I got a phone call from him. And he told me, get out right now and come to my car. I'm parked on the side. So I went out and he started lecturing me on what I was wearing. Who are you trying to impress? There will be something that he's constantly saying. Are you trying to impress someone or something? You've got me already. So why are you dressing up to the nines? There was this one point in time where I received an emergency call from my sister in Perth to um, ask me to go over to help her to babysit her child, my niece. So I gladly obliged and I took the emergency flight and I flew the next day. And um, for that, I was in Perth for almost three months. Yes, and it was one of the most bittersweet memory that I've had over there. So one week, um, when I was one week after that, when I was already in Perth, so I was like uploading pictures on my Instagram. I was really happy. I was really happy to be able to see my niece, spend time with my sister. She took me places, and we were posting a lot of pictures. And one of my good friend as well. He's from KL. He was constantly commenting on the post and say, and say like positive things like, "Hey, you look so gorgeous," and like he's encouraging like post more pictures. You look so happy. And this was when my then boyfriend saw the post, and he was so unhappy with this male friend of mine who was commenting on my Instagram handle. So what he did was. He went to stalk the guy, and found out that he was married. Took a picture of his wife, and drew really um, nasty things on her face, and sent it back to my friend. So my friend texted me on Facebook Messenger, asking me, "Mel, who is this guy to you?" Then. I was telling him, "Oh, that's my boyfriend. Why? What? What happened? How did you know?" And he was like, "I'm going to make a police report if you do not control this boyfriend of yours because he has harassed my wife in so many ways you couldn't understand." And he sent me the picture. It was really very vulgar, and I was just so embarrassed. And again, I had to apologize to my friend. On his behalf, and I had to talk to my boyfriend, asking him, "What are you doing? Why are you doing all this?" And here's what he had to say: "Don't think I don't know what you're doing back there in Perth. I know you're video calling various men at night." I was shocked. I'm like, "How could you even think of me that way? You know, who am I to do such things?" Is this how you see me as something so worthless to you? I I really I just couldn't understand, you know. And lo and behold, a few days later, he turned up in the airport in Perth. Yes, he was there. He flew over. They will go to all extents to do things like that, huh? To have full control of you. So that was what I was experiencing, so much control in my life, that I can, I can no longer be myself. I am not allowed to be in places alone.
whether it was with my sister and my brother-in-law and my niece he still wasn't confident that that he had full control over me so he came by and boy that, let me tell you at that time life was so miserable for my sister and for my brother-in-law and especially my niece as well because he was just so over possessive that my sister couldn't stand the sight of it and she was telling me like you know Mel you gotta get yourself out of this relationship it's such an eyesore to to even us you know and it hurts me to see that you with so much worth being treated as someone so worthless even my sister could see it back then even in Perth when I didn't have any friends I had nowhere to go out to I was only there to babysit my niece we would get into arguments like this now where's the logic in all that I just couldn't understand and one day I remember it was such a perfect weather and my sister said hey let's go into the city and just bring you guys and have a tour around so when we were there in in one of the shopping malls i remember him making a comment on a lady that walked past saying like "Ooh, how hot she was you know so if it was me if i were to say something about another male in that sense i'll get a whole load of of hell you know what i mean but for him to make such um comments it was okay and then when I told him that if I were to say that, you would have killed me already. And there, all the drama began. He began to act like he was having a, a mental breakdown in the middle of the city, just squatting on the ground. And I was there persuading him, come on, don't do this, please. Come on, not here. We're not from here. We don't know anyone. Please, please. I was begging him to get up, you know, get up on his feet. Stop squatting in the middle of the street, you know. People are looking. It was so embarrassing. I had to go through all of that. And my sister, with her baby at that point in time, in the stroller, we were just so frustrated, honestly. It was just so tiring and it was so draining. I felt like, you know, I told my sister, I will go, I will leave. In order for him to leave, I will sacrifice as well, I will leave. And as much as I didn't want to leave, I knew I had to. So these are a few constant recon recognizable tips on how to notice what gaslighting is like. Number one, you feel fear. You live in fear. This was in when I told you guys about the first experience I had two weeks. I was in fear, okay, about what was happening. Second, they would start to make you feel very confused about uh, the relationship. And it makes you go crazy to the extent that you just can't understand anything. You really can't. And then you're constantly apologizing like in those instances i had to apologize to him even though i did not know what i actually did wrong and you're just constantly making excuses for them to back them up 
in front of your family or in front of your friends because you just don't want them to worry about you and at, at this point in time I wasn't telling people much about what I was going through because I didn't think at that point I was facing a problem even though I knew something wasn't right but it wasn't in there enough to make me feel that I was um, living with a narcissist at that time and you often cannot understand why you're not why you're not happy what are you why are you constantly feeling this um hollowness this emptiness inside you just can't figure it out so during that time i thought to myself you know what i'm going back to dancing because dancing is one of the things that i'm very passionate about and this specific dance that I do is uh, I like to do belly dance. This is my forte. This is where I feel most comfortable at. So I went back to class and a lot of my classmates, they were very happy to see me back on the dance floor. And at that point, being with him, um, I didn't really go out. I didn't really meet my friends. So it was like, wow, I, I really needed this. It's like... Um, sort of like an escape for me like to have my own me time and when I went back and everyone was like Melissa you put on a lot of weight and that's not something that girls like to hear right so I was very determined to lose weight so I went back to my dance class um, very often um, probably every uh, two times in a week I started at that rate and when I started going back to dance class this is where I got got lots of fanciful remarks from him and in belly dance we it requires us to be able to expose our bellies because we want to see the movements we want to look at how we can do the isolations and all that and one day uh, we took a video a class video of it and i posted it onto my instagram and when he saw that video on my instagram i was wearing a crop top and some um, and, and, and a dance pants he was not too happy with it and his comment was why are you showing your naked body to the world yep that would be something that I constantly get to I get a lot of sexual remarks to be honest with you and uh, every other people in the class was wearing like that too and to be honest it is not as revealing as you think and to him it's just such a big issue that he had to go on and say remove that video from your Instagram right now or else you better pray hard to God I remember him saying that in his exact words so I was very upset because it's my Instagram it's my Instagram handle I have the right to post whatever I want to and I'm very proud of myself for being able to complete a dance and I want to encourage women to dance as well but he told me no Nene take it off take it off or else all hell will break loose so that's exactly what I did with a very heavy heart I removed the video from Instagram but I was very unhappy about it. How did all this gaslighting affect me over time? I grew to become colder, 
I didn't want to talk much because whatever I said would always somehow be a topic of argument so I stayed at home I just did my due diligence I cooked I did the laundry I didn't meet my friends I became antisocial and I just wasn't myself anymore with all this in light I remembered being so depressed because I felt that the relationship wasn't making me happy at all it wasn't until the final straw the final straw was um, during a really heavy downpour in Kuching and at that time he was sick at home so he told me to go and get uh, get him a takeaway porridge so that's exactly what I did and when I went into the little um, street leading into the apartment it was heavily flooded and I am a city girl and I've never experienced flood in my life before and it was so traumatizing to me I was hyperventilating in the car and my car was literally floating on water I couldn't feel the roads anymore and the street that was leading into his apartment complex was really small and at the sides were drains so I I couldn't see drains, I couldn't see road, I couldn't see anything, just pure water. And I was panicking, I was calling him for probably about 40 overtimes, he never picked up the phone, I got really worried because he was unwell. So I called security, I told security, could you please go and check on him because he has a medical condition at that time and um, I was just worried something was happening to him. But at the same time, I was very panicky myself. I was all over the place. I was crying in the car because I just couldn't move. I couldn't, I, I just couldn't. And the deeper I went, the deeper the water was. And I went back home without entering the apartment complex because it was just too flooded. The water was too high up. And I saw, I saw a few cars stranded trying to enter the apartment complex. And he called me finally after an hour and he was like hey where's my dinner and i was like you know what i have to go through to get that pack of porridge to you i was still in fear i was worried for my car what if it was damaged somehow internally i didn't know i didn't know what to do i was not good with cars and all that and he snickered at me and he said this flood you're afraid of floods let me show you what I can do. And within half an hour, he arrived at my house. He said that, here's me driving to your house, trying to prove to you that I'm not afraid of the floods. I don't know why are you so scared of it. At that point in time, I felt like, you know, that was something really traumatizing for me. And you are here, you just dropped by to show off to me, to prove to me that you could actually come through the floods just that you did not care about my feelings you did not care about how i felt the the so much worry that i felt when i couldn't get hold of you 
and all you did was try to prove that you could get through the floods. Here I am today, out of the toxic relationship. It wasn't easy because after the flood incident, I ended the relationship with him. And every time, trust me, this isn't the first time that I tried to end the relationship with him. Every time I tried to end it, he always come back begging me, please come back to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're, they will be very good at sorries and they will be so good at talking you to come back to them. But please bear in mind that if you don't experience these feelings with others and you only experience these feelings with a particular person, it's not right. It is a form of mental and emotional abuse that can cause you to be from someone you are to someone you're not. It will be very tiring and it's going to be mentally very, very draining. And you must understand that if you are experiencing all this, you may be a victim of gaslighting as well. After coming up from the relationship with him, well, he knows um, where I would be at and he would constantly appear in those places. I will get random phone calls from him. Even though I blocked his number, he would use his house phone to call me or he would use another phone line to call me and just try to get me back. But I was strong enough to resist. I told him no because enough is enough. And here I am today, I have now met my partner and I believe the right one. And ever since that incident in the past, what happened to me was I still had PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And I went to see a psychologist about it to get help and i just want to get it over and done with i don't want to remember all those memories that i had and sometimes when i'm with my partner i am very careful of of what i say because i'm aware of gaslighting and i don't want to be that person who gaslights him so i try not to be my ex I'm constantly reminded of him whenever like there will be situations where it requires me to sort of um, ask or question my current partner and I just don't want to be him you know I always try to like oh am I becoming him it makes me question myself and I don't want to be that anymore I want to put that all in the past and I'm very thankful that Today, I have somebody who is very understanding, someone who doesn't put me in a position where I was before, and someone who actually loves my friends and my family and does not try to take me away from them, someone who validates me and my worth, someone who encourages me at what I do, uh, whether it's belly dancing or whether it's singing, and he just supports me fully 
And for that, I am very thankful of who I found today. However, the memory will still stay. The memory of the past, all the bad memories, it's, it's still up there, fresh in my mind. And that's why I say it can lead to cases going into anxiety, PTSD, um, minor depression. So I would like to share this all with you because if you are experiencing something similar to what I have experienced, please don't dig any deeper. Pull yourself out while you still can because I always believe verbal and emotional abuse will often end in physical abuse too. So talk to somebody, call for help, and that's why there's this Women Empowering Women platform here today.